I want to be the number one premier yeet podcast yeah in we have space to be. bro we have to be like fuck every i'm gonna say that fuck every other podcast that has <laughs> ever mentioned yeet we are coming yeah. for the top yeet podcast if y'all Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Soul Serum Podcast. I am your We Are Not the Waynes host, Clay Bonine. We are not the Waynes. I am joined by my shoddy real fine as she go to college co-host Tanner Mavis. Shout out Clappers. Shout out Clappers, man. That video's got like a million, million. and some. Ch- is it two yeah, million now? Two million. Good lord, that is great. Um, welcome back, everybody, to the Soul Serum Podcast. Before we get into our topics today, I got to remind you all, as always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Soul Serum. Follow Soul Serum TV on Instagram as well. Um, uh, fucking subs- oh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube and you haven't subscribed yet, I'm very confused by your choices. Um, and obviously subscribe to the main page as well. Tired of that. I don't want to promote anymore. I'm tired of the plugs. You know what I want to talk about today as this is our last podcast of the year of 2021. I want to talk about, it's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy (laughs) year for everybody, you know, as in these crazy times, you know, crazy times, crazy keep getting crazier (laughs) entering year three of the penny. One uh, yeesh yeesh COVID season three, bro. Yep. I don't like this TV show yeah. anymore. It's not it's not fun anymore. Yep. First couple episodes. CDC are fun. just dropped the the new variant. New variant just dropped. <laughs> you gonna cop that? You know you know. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> cop the Omarion. Uh, Omarion. <laughs> Omarion variant. Bro, bro. That shit's killing me. All the videos of people are posting <laughs> of Omarion dancing and shit. So good. Uh, but let's 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 talk about something near and dear to our heart. Let's talk about hip hop, Tanner. In 2021, this is our year in review. What you know about hip hop podcast? Bro. Uh, listen, I'm on the. <laughs> um, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Um, I want to talk about, you know, like there's a lot of, as I was saying before we got on, there's a lot of like year in review content out there that is like solely album based. Like everybody's doing yep. their album list, a top 10 albums, this album, oh, sleeper album. Da, da, da. I don't really want to like rank any albums or anything like that today. I just yeah, want to talk about the events that happened in hip hop 2021, the moments yeah. that came the fun out stuff, of it. the memorable things. When yeah. we think back of 2021, like this is what we're going to so, so, at least some couple of these. We're going to remember these for sure. And the the main ones I'm just realizing that I have on our list here. The main ones are all things that we've done podcasts about previously. Really? So, you know. Hey, if you want to stay up to date, I would definitely subscribe and follow us on uh, SoundCloud or if anybody listens on Apple Podcasts or whatever. Um, <laughs> but don't, don't follow us on SoundCloud. We don't drop a podcast on SoundCloud. Yeah, we do not drop it on SoundCloud, <laughs> though. Um, the first thing I want to talk about, though, and I, I think this is like one of the more important things that happened in hip hop this this year, and it's the, the Lil Nas X satanic panic yeah. that happened. It was such a weird thing in the moment and looking back on it it is still very strange to me yeah, how it all it happened. lasted about a week 
lasted about a week. It was really crazy for a week too. It was like everybody was very much up in arms, you know? And we've already everybody said, forgot about like COVID and like getting a vaccine for a second. He put blood in the shoes because Lil Nas X was twerking on the twerking devil. on the devil. I, and as I said in the episode, um, you know, like the song I think is actually pretty catchy. Uh, and I, I just think like it, it's just. Let the man twerk on Satan. Yeah. You know, like, like what? Like when we look back on this in a couple of years, I feel like we're going to be like, man, that was a really bold statement by Lil Nas it's X. It's low key iconic. Like, oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's very iconic. Like, I would say like Lil Nas X's like vision and just like overall like ideas, especially for his music videos is like probably one of the better, like, talents as far as creative direction goes from an artist that I've seen in a long time, at least the most polarizing. I would say he probably has some of the best direction as far as like artistic vision yeah. and imagery go he, he, today. He, he tugs the, he crosses like and tugs the controversial line without it being like, you know, just outright like disrespectful and offensive to like, to like others. Yeah. You know what I mean, and like, or like, like act like, like ensuing like violence you know yeah. what i mean like it's like he said he obviously the man is gay he's of a person of color mm-hmm. so the there's man, already the, two it, strikes it, it, on two the stri- list two, for two a lot of people on there. The list in, in america <laughs> yeah so like he has a lot of room for like creativity and be able to like you know tug those like boundaries but like in a positive way and like really tell his message through his art. And I think one thing too, that we have to, in in relation to that is that like all of this controversial stuff that Lil Nas X has done has never been at the expense of other people. It's always a joke on himself or about himself. And people choose to get mad at that. You know, he didn't put like, it wasn't like a deep fake video of like Donald Trump twerking on the devil, which would be kind of funny. Like, you know, it's him though. Like, so People getting all up in arms. It's just like what, like let's 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 pinpoint it. What people were up in arms about it? White Christians. White Christians. I, I come yeah. from that background. And yeah, I, I yeah. Lo- I love my people, but yeah. it's like, come on, we gotta do better. This is like, he's just proving his point. If you the, all get up in arms about it, the final note that I have on it is that it's like a classic case of like. Y'all want to put all this energy into this? Yeah. Like, is there not other issues at hand that yeah. maybe we could focus on and try and be constructive about? And y'all want to get mad at this at this gay black dude for twerking on the devil? Why are y'all even worried about it? Like, yeah. like put, you know. I just wanted to point that that moment out because I thought that was one of the like. Yeah, it was. It's gonna be an iconic moment, like you said. And Trevor Lawrence, I remember when he tweeted about it or something like that before. He, I think he got drafted or was about to get drafted. He was just tweeting about it and like it got like so much attention because he's like he's like the 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 white Christian quarter, quarterback, blonde that, like, hair, the, the, the blue SEC. eyes, like, beautiful yeah. long flowing hair. Yeah, like, people just love him, and he he was like one of the main ones to like really like say something about it. And yeah, I like when I, when I think of this, I think of Trevor Lawrence because he tweeted that. 
and Trevor now he plays for the Lawrence. fucking two and twelve Jaguars. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, Urban Meyer, Urban, Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer. Yo, if you, hey, you want to get some thoughts off? Show the same off. energy, bro. Urban Meyer <laughs> is cheating on his wife at a bar, getting a lap dance, but you getting mad at Lil Nas X for twerking on a three D rendered Satan, bro. Come on, man. I gotta be honest with you. Show the same energy. I would not have thought that we were going to bring up Urban Meyer on this podcast today, but I'm glad we did. (laughs) Um, Let's move on here. Another moment that I want to talk about that we did some podcasts about two of them, to be exact, uh, were the the Donda listening events. We'll talk about notable album drops a little bit later, but I'm talking about the lead up to Donda and uh, what Kanye was doing inside of the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Um, As before we cut the mics and the camera on our resident Kanye stand, John Buchanan behind the camera there, said that this was the greatest album rollout of all time. And I don't want to necessarily give it that title yet, but it was definitely like nothing I had ever seen before. Yeah. And it definitely worked in building hype for this album. Yeah. Like for us to not really have music Kanye for so long and we hear of this album and we've heard about the name Donda the album for a while. For a while for, for, now. For some years. I, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Like definitely. Donda and then what was the other one that was supposed to drop? Yandi. Yandi. But yes, then right. Jesus came through and did the laundry. Oh, <laughs> bars, Kanye. Um, but no, yeah, we definitely had heard about this for a couple of years. And finally, we we get it. And, bef- and we it's like, it, you know, what was really interesting about the listening events for me was it was like we got the album early twice or three times or whatever it was three. It was three of them, right? It was like three separate yeah. showings. Yeah. We got the album early three times and he was working on like the demos and the songs would change and whatnot. I, I can't really ever think of an artist like letting us behind the curtain yeah. like that on such a grand scale. Yeah. It's one thing to be tuned in with your artists and be on an Instagram live when they're like playing a I think, song. Honestly, in the background, I, I think bro. my favorite part of the whole thing was, uh, like Kanye sleeping in the Mercedes Benz stadium and like having a security camera down there and just like lifting weights down there. Like, like Lil Yachty would like show up and like Fabio Foreman would like, like random ass people would show up. Steve Lacey's just like sitting in the corner or whatever. Yeah. And we have no idea like what the album's going to sound like. Who's going to be on there yet? Like, Oh, I guess Fabio's on the album. Like, Oh, I guess Lil Yachty's on the album. Like Roddy Rich. We're just like, all we're just like, all these guys have to be on the album if they're there just chilling. I hit the gym, all chest, no just legs. Just the thought of Kanye like sleeping overnight and like and he having was a studio dead down ass there. sleeping there. Yeah. Like it's like not a gimmick. It's not a joke. No. Kanye had a bed and yeah. clothes. It looked like a dorm shit. room, like a college was- dorm room. Like it was awesome, bro. That was my that was my favorite part about it. I think my favorite part, honestly, was well. All right, I'm going to say it anyway. This is like not the right answer, but my favorite part was the spiky jacket. The fucking jacket was so sick, dude. And it was such a like the okay. let me let me expand on this a little bit. Not just the spiky jacket, but the aesthetics and the fashion of Kanye through these listening events. It's very dark. It was very industrial. And just like after not seeing him like this for so long. 
and he comes back and just like ropes me right back in. Yeah. Just he's just he like did. he's like, come he on back in. I'm dropping he another did. great album. And I'm like, okay, Kanye, thank you. Like he really did. I feel like I don't know. I never doubted that he he wasn't gonna drop like another great album again. But like yeah. with everything going on like politically and him running for president and like the last the, the two albums of him like like him and Trump and like all this shit going on. There's a lot of uh like like bad talk about mm-hmm. Kanye as mm-hmm. far as like it, it felt like it I feel like I and I can't speak for like black people, but like hip hop in general and like the fans overall, it felt like he kind of betrayed and like like went away from the Kanye that we know and love. Of course. You, you know what I mean? But like yeah. for him to come back and bring all the most like fire, like popping relevant artists and and producers and bring them into one album, but also streamline that same like gospel and like Jesus is King type of vibe, but like in a hip hop way was like, it's everything that I wanted to Mm -hmm. be honest Mm -hmm. for that moment. And and I, I, you touched on something that I wanted to mention too, is the, like the fact that he got so many young up and coming yeah, i don't even want to say up and coming but like newer artists in the game on yeah. his album like when i looked at the feature list There's this morning and i was like holy too. shit i yeah. I've didn't realize that it was this many people like it's crazy to show uh the like impact it impact the impact and imprint that this man kanye west yeah. has on and still modern day hip-hop the ear that he has to this day like Facts. he's still just he's still tapped in bro speaking of being tapped in do you think kanye's tapped in on the soundcloud resurgence that we experienced this year this was by far and away to everybody who replied to the instagram story when i was asking about um their favorite events of the year this by far was the thing that got said the most was the underground having this resurgence, people like Sofago yeah. really blowing up. And then we have kind of like the Cash Dami, Baby Santanas who were popping up too. It was really, yeah, it was really Sofago and SSG Kobe kind of right, like took right. off at first. Mm-hmm. Fago got signed by Cactus Jack in like March, mm-hmm. or February or March. And then around like late March, April, the Yeet thing started like, sorry about that dropped it. And that kind of like, sorry about that was bubbling. Sorry about and that. really took over sound. Sorry about uh, that. really took over uh, TikTok was the sorry about that. And it was just a Yeet summer. <laughs> like it really was. <laughs> it was and, like, just the Yeet summer. The resurgence of uh, SoundCloud was definitely like one of my favorite moments because, you know, that's just like my taste and like my scene and how I fell in love with like underground music. I wouldn't, we wouldn't be sitting here if, if like all of us didn't like fuck with that scene that yeah. whether it, whatever year you got involved and like started listening to underground SoundCloud artists, whether it was mm-hmm. 2014, 15, 16, whatever year, like to see it come back and like people talk about SoundCloud is dead. Like what's the next thing it kind of had. Like, I don't want to say it had like a lull. It just felt like nobody like really shot up into the mainstream in a, in a little bit. Well, I think it's hard to not have a lull when 
you have Juice X and Peep, well, yeah, everybody died, and it's like, well, <laughs> that's not even the that is true. That is not the point. I was I, I kind of forgot about, but that. also like, yes, but like, like the, the, not only did all those people die, but they also all skyrocketed. Yeah, huge, and huge, huge success. It's hard to follow that up. I think it's only natural that there was like a lull before yeah. we start to get this research. I remember like post like 2018, like everyone, it was just everyone was a Juice clone or a Peep clone or X clone. It's like this resurgence was like, there's finally like something new. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like something mm -hmm. new happened and like this new sound and the plug and B shit and then Yeet happens. And I don't know. It's just like a whole scene going on. Some 6S, Baby Santana, Cash Dami. And it also... All guys, Summers, it, it, Autumn. It has a sound, too, which mm -hmm. I think is really important is that we've... You know, I, I, I think this, the word rage is getting thrown around a lot, but just to make it... It's kind of died down a little bit. I was going to say, as like, a blanket statement, let's just call it like rage music having this like kind of sound um is really interesting yeah. in it too you know rage and like a lot of plug influence stuff. yeah yeah definitely um what was i gonna say oh and the in in the whole hyper pop scene too like really coming up they're they're definitely like a part of like the, the soundcloud research yeah definitely definitely like, you, you gotta give them credit too like they've they've really carved their own lane and sound and like like labels especially have really like hopped on them and have mm -hmm. signed pretty much all of the front runners of that scene. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see. We did our podcast on the resurgence of SoundCloud on June 1st of yeah. this year. So we were on it. We were on it. <laughs> we were on it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Well, who did we have on there? I, I think we had like BK Larula, it's like Young, Cash Dami, um, Pasto Flacco. Um, I had a sleeper on there, Slayer Seven Seven, and we had He's Young Fazo too. Bro. We had Young Fazo on there, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see who the the next like wave is about to be. It's a lot of I I have some like ideas of who I think is gonna be bigger bigger names, but just so it's just so hard nowadays yeah. to like really tell like no like. I'm sure people around Yeet and were first, that were first listening to Yeet like thought that he could be like big, but like I feel like no one could imagine like the magnitude and how quick that man blew up, like in the matter man. of like six months. I want to be the number one premier Yeet podcast. Yeah, in we have space, to be. bro. We have to be like fuck every. Hey, I'm gonna say that fuck every other podcast that has <laughs> ever mentioned Yeet. We are coming yeah. for the top Yeet podcast. Yeah. If y'all just heard our house for like a Bro. six week period, it was just nothing but Yeet. It just like I, I just want to be the number one Yeet podcast. Okay, that's all. Be. Didn't he just? Didn't he post something on Instagram today? Yeah, like he was like he's dropping an album in, in January. Sheesh. Bro, we are gonna we're gonna Is have to live stream that, happen? bro. We don't have to get into that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> save that. Let's save that. Let's save that. Let's quickly go through a couple of notable album drops here. Um, obviously, we've already talked about Donda. Um, Drake dropped Certified Lover Boy to mixed reviews. I don't even really want to spend time on that. The one, the two albums I do want to spend time on. Um, the first one is Tyler the Creator's "Call Me If You Get Lost." Maybe 
my favorite album rollout and just vision of the year. All respect due to Donda and Kanye, but Tyler just fucking nailed it from the music to the music videos to like the color palette yeah, of like what he's style. been wearing like, like yeah like the, the 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 like types of like pieces and clothes and like i feel like he picked like a direct like like weird niche mm-hmm. like 1940s traveler yeah, to the traveler. ocean I was, I was, kind that's of what thing. i was gonna say like, like maybe yeah i don't know bro bellhop type vibe yeah kind of in a way. yeah he, I don't know. He, he specifically just, he he specifically had this whole entire world in his head, and mm-hmm. he brought it to life in the coolest way. And like the fact that he had like, um, at the end of each like music video, that single that dropped before, he had like the "Call Me If You Get Lost" like number at, at the end. If you yeah. lost, I, I didn't yeah. call it, but like I'm sure if you called the number. You you got like I think it was uh I, I want to say it was like a voicemail like of like from his mom or something like okay. that I think is what it was I, I think forget. that's cool I, I haven't seen somebody use like a number like that in the rollout or in a song since like Soldier Boy I thought you were gonna say Mike Jones Soldier Boy bro <laughs> six seven eight triple nine eight two it always one, comes two. back to Soldier Boy bro it always <laughs> comes back to Soldier Boy bro I'm gonna just. With no, I'm not providing any evidence. This is not a fully t- articulated thought. Soldier Boy had the best comeback of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Big Draco. Um, let's also. T- oh, if, last comment on the Tyler album. Earlier, I said I think Lil Nas X has one of the best like creative visions and directions for his releases. I should not dismiss Tyler because yeah. he is he is also the best at it. He's like actually the best at Well, at I, that I said Lil Nas X was one of the better ones that I've seen like recently come yeah. up in the last like, like I forget what I said, like a few years or whatever. Yeah. But like, I feel like Tyler, it's just like a un, something that's understood. This man has been doing this for over a decade. Right, like, right. Like I remember like finding out about Tyler like my freshman year of high school. Like I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm 26 years old now. Like it's, yeah. been, it's been a while. It is really crazy <laughs> that he's been a part of our lives for this long. And he's um, still doing it at this high of a level. Let's talk about another album that dropped this year. Baby Keem's Melodic Blue. This is an album that I... Uh, an album comes along every once in a while and makes me feel like this, where it's this newer artist who you know that the potential and the promise is there you know you see it in earlier works and then they start kind of moving towards this grand sort of like masterful album Mm -hmm. and not that this is like a masterpiece or a perfect album but for a debut album to be this it's very polished very polished yes he baby keem really shocked me with this because i knew i was gonna like the album like whatever like versatile but he very versatile like he almost has like different like characters that he does with his voice and that he displays in the production he did production on like everything except for two of the songs on the album Mm -hmm. like he's he's a guy who just has unlimited unlimited potential and i can't wait to see what he does next yeah 
I mean, him and Kendrick linking up was a very big moment this year. I think the the Kendrick verse was like dummy viral. Oh man, yeah. Like his, well, his well, verse what in, was in the video. crazy is like so we get family ties as the single, and it's and it's the first time we've heard Kendrick in years yeah. at this point, and we're like, holy shit! Everybody stop the fucking presses. Kendrick Lamar is back, and you know we like react to it crazy, and we're like, thank you, Kendrick. You're the best. We love you. <laughs> and then the album drops and we get a surprise Kendrick feature on Range Brothers. Yeah. And he's wildin'. Yeah. Top of the moment, top of the moment. Let's get this. Like, and we're just like, ah, like it was such was a, awesome. what a great moment, yeah. man. Like he, cause like, you know, Kendrick gave us family ties and we were full. We were patting our bellies. We were like, that's all the Kendrick I'll need for <laughs> this year. Don't worry about it, Kendrick. And he gives us something else. That was a very special moment. And also them being family, yeah. obviously like that. What a, what a fucking cool moment. I think the cherry on top is that I, I think in the song, he refer Kendrick says something about PG Lang. Mm-hmm. And like, I think after that, he announces that uh, his next album is going to be his last album with TDE. Yeah. And then him and Baby Keem are PG Lang is going to be their like own label. Which right. It's going to be cool to see like this. The 20 the 2020s like is going to be, you know, what what that what is that going to look like with Baby Keem and, and Kendrick running that label? And who are they going to sign? And yeah, like, like it's going to it's a whole it's a new chapter for Kendrick fans. And then. It's a it's the it's a whole like the chapter is in the book is just being written for like Baby Keem fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like chances are you're a fan of both. Baby Keem, so he released that in 2021. When we look back on Baby Keem's career in 2031, I wonder what that's gonna yeah, like dude. looking back and being like, damn, this is what he gave us ten years ago was melodic blue. Like when did Good Kid Mad City drop? Was it 2012? Yeah, 2012. Damn, so next year will be 10 years. So ba- that's what basically it will be like in, in 2031. Wow. Like melodic blue. Damn, you just fucked me up with that <laughs> one. Wow. Yeah. Good Kid Mad City is about to be 10 years old. Bro, okay, look. So is, let's. So all right. Love Sosa. I'm going to put a GP. pause on the 2021 look back for a second. Is it not crazy that we have now been listening to this kind of music for so for long enough that – we can not only look back and reflect on some of the stuff that we liked in our younger days, but we're getting to the 10 year anniversary yeah. of some of what I would consider the most important music that dropped in my adolescence. Yeah. Like the 2011 to 2014 range, yeah. like very, very important for my taste, Same. you know, like, and it's just crazy. Was a, was a big year. It's crazy that we're about to we're about to be on the ten year anniversary of all that, yeah, bro. bro. Oh, it's about to be crazy. ten year ten year anniversary of Love Sosa, Chief Keith, bro. Let's talk about one more thing before we leave, because every year, not just in hip hop, but just in culture in general, something happens, a new talent pops up, where everybody's like, hmm. I'm not too sure about that. And this year, it was the Island Boys. Yep. What? Are, <laughs> like, like the, the the Island Boys are a perfect example of like on my Instagram Explorer page in 2026 when it's like, remember, remember 2021? It was crazy. What about these guys? And I'm gonna be like. <laughs> 
oh yeah the island boys like what a bunch of freaks like i just can't believe that these dudes are like are like going to have a spot in my brain yeah these fucking guys they did it is there is the is the uh island boy freestyle still on on spotify just the audio of that tiktok like they haven't actually made the song i don't think why haven't they like I don't, dude. Great question. Cause I'm an island boy and I've been trying to make. Oh, I'm an island boy. Hey, I'm a just island, island boy. boy. I'm a just island, island boy. I'm a just cute white boy. Bro, you it is just the guy. audio I'm of the TikTok. You ain't just saying no. Cause I'm on the topic, huh? I'm an island. Let's see. Bro, almost two mil. Almost two million. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Is this? Oh, they made a song. Oh, is this the song? I'm gonna keep it on my island. I might cut this part, but I gotta listen. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, updated. Uh, they have made a song. If now. I'm on the beach, I would listen to it. <laughs> I would. If I was in the Caribbean right now, I would. I'd be would listening someone hit to on a yacht right now. Get away from this cold weather in Cincinnati. <laughs> little, little umbrella on your drink. Yeah. You, know? you dig what I'm saying? a pina colada. <laughs> oh, my I God. Uh, is there anything else that you want to touch on for 2021? We obviously yeah. could have gone like a lot deeper and talked about a lot of other things, but I just... Thought I know, we, I know should, we already talked about Yeet, but we didn't we didn't specifically talk about Drake and Yeet linking up. I because like the best the, so. be, the best part about growing up today with the internet and Instagram and social media, I know it has a lot of it has its issues. We all know, but like yeah. the best part as a music fan is that we get to watch this shit unfold in real time right so like the yeet starts blowing up in the underground he gets all these underground cosigns everybody's fucking with him he gets a meme having a fucking moment he's like him and fago and all these artists are like carrying the underground scene put it on the back drake who being who drake is is tapped the fuck in as usual sees it happening one at first he follows yeet that was big news on Instagram pages and shit, he follows you. One, two, he he posts uh, a picture of his like car or some shit or a video. And sorry about that was playing in the background. Sorry about that. And then three, uh, Yeet like posts like a a video snippet or like a picture of him and in, in, in September's rich, and uh, he says like six twiz or he comments like six twiz or something like that like like drake and twizzy and driz i I forget what the fuck he said but like he commented he commented on his picture and then like a week later yeet and drake flick up and it was a link up i think yeet showed up to like and uh, like some sort of like listening party or ov like ovo party of some sort i'm not quite i'm not exactly sure but it's yeet like they're both holding a double cup 
and just like post it up. I'm just like, dude, like we watched this happen. Like Yeet went from like nothing to something so fast. And it was amazing to like watch unfold because we're all big Yeet fans in this house. And we're also Drake fans. And it was just, you know, cool to see that link up. And if the Drake feature is on this Yeet album that's coming out in January. Yeah, he's out of Yeet here. Yeet is, yeah, he's out of here. <laughs> he's going up. He's going up, bro. The, now, I'm not going to be, you know, handing out any links or anything, but there is some, you know, archival and leaked Yeet yeah. stuff out there that if it's like fully mastered and on the album. Fire. It might, it might, he might be out of here with or without Drake. Yeah, for true. real, bro. Man, we're, man, you are now tuned in to the number one Yeet podcast on the motherfucking planet. Beow, 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 the beow, Soul Serum podcast. Um, well, let's wrap it up there, man. Let's wrap it up on Yeet. Um, you not my Twizzy, not my bro. <laughs> this might be my last song, whoa. <laughs> Feel like I'm dying on the edge, whoa. And <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> Why does he sound like that, bro? I love it, but why does he bro, sound like that? I'm telling like you, I tweeted, so I tweeted this a, a while ago. We need to hear Yeet and the guy that made the Chocolate Rain song on, on a fucking Fuck. song, bro. Somebody oh needs God. to put that Tay Zande, tap yes. in, bro. Tap in with Tay Zande. Tap in with Yeet. Sorry about that. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you all had a Merry Christmas or a Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate. I hope everybody has a good New Year's. Yep. We will see you all next year. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Soul Serum. Follow the TV page. Motherfucking subscribe to us on YouTube, main page, TV page, all of that shit. Yep. And uh, here's to a good 2022. Here's and, here's to a great 2022. No cap. And stream yeet. And stream yeet. <laughs> yeet, we need hey, let's manifest right now. We're getting, yeet on the podcast yeah, in 2022. We're getting, we're getting that yeet interview next year, bro. I'm gonna put a bell in right here. <laughs> All right. Thank you everybody for listening. As always, I am your host, Clay Bonine. I'm your co-host, T Mavis. And we will see you all next year. Oh, <laughs> deuces. Sayonara. <laughs>